0: it's Monday, and everyone knows what that means now, from Timbuktu to Toronto, all the way to Tyneside. Several T's there, alliteration, I love it, don't you? Anyway, what are we going to do today? Well, we're going to do all the usual shenanigans, of course, we're going to sing songs for our Patreons, our merry little band of Patreons who keep the show afloat, we're then going to listen to one of your true paranormal experiences, and then when that's all said and done, we're going to go over to the corner, which is owned by the one and only Becca. And of course, oh, prior to all that, of course, we'll have a paranormal review where I review something in the paranormal sphere so that you don't have to review it for yourself because why would you? Why would you watch something and say, dear Kev, don't watch that again. Thanks, Kev. Do you know what I mean? So that's how the show's going to roll. So I hope you're all well. What's new in my life? Not much. You will find out during Becca's Reddit Corner that I managed to get very drunk on the weekend and land on my face a few times, which was fun. I'm not bruised in any way because, yeah, I'm very lucky. Or there's, you know, as I say, in Reddit Corner where there's no sense, there's no feeling. Anyway, let's crack on. So first and foremost, we need to say a huge thank you to our Patreons. And when you sign up to Patreon, not oh, not only not only do you get your name sung by me hello you also get access to two additional shows each and every week what that's like in a month man what um i mean if there's four weeks in a month that is but uh yeah you do you get in the middle of the week me rambling which as you can tell i like to talk and i ramble about anything it's not the paranormal so don't become a Patreon if you think I'm going to talk about the paranormal for 30 minutes on a Wednesday. I'm not. I'm going to ramble about everything and anything that comes into my little tiny brain. And then on a Sunday, normally, it's me and Becca. Yes. And we will discuss something paranormal. So I think, what did we do last week? Or yesterday, even? Um, Because we've done a pre-record because we were going away. But what, what did we talk about? I'm unsure. But it was dead scary anyway, and kind of funny too, which is the point of the show, in case you haven't got it by now. Anywho, we need to say thank you to those new people who've signed up to Patreon. You need to go to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. Now, genuinely, there's about Christ, but Christ isn't over there. He hasn't signed up. Don't worry. Um, But there's about 300 plus hours worth of content. So if you like background drivel, Alone. Do you know what I mean? If you like that sort of stuff by itself, it's worth it. So head over to patreon.com forward slash. We need to talk about ghosts, just like the following people have. The guitar is well and truly out. And we have three wonderful new Patreons to say thank you to this week. We have Eric Newstead, Daniel Smith and Peter H. And this little number, it's out on the third and it is just for you. Eric and Eustead Signed up to the Patreon today It wasn't today, it was last week So did Daniel Smith So did Peter H And I want to say thank you I want to say thank you From the bottom of my Ended it on a G7th on the third fret. But it was a dodgy falsetto in the middle, wasn't it? Just sorry, guys. Anyway, if you'd like to get content... Content? If you'd like to get access to content, 300 hours worth of content, yeah, several weeks worth of non-stop content, head over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. Now, in the meantime and in between time, let's do a paranormal review, shall we? Yes, it's time for me to review something paranormal so that you don't have to review it for yourself. But when you've heard my review, you may want to go and check it out. Fuck me, that's a long introduction, isn't it? Anyway, you know one thing that we've never reviewed on a paranormal review? Ever. A website. And you know what we're going to review today? A film. Well no, not. We're going to review a website. Now, you might well have come across this website. I'm sure you will have. Because if you're listening to this... If you listen to paranormal podcasts in general, then you're into the topic. You know, you Google stuff about it. You watch videos on it, blah, blah, blah. So you've probably come across this website. But it is, if you haven't, then it is definitely worth checking out. And this website is called SpookyIsles.com. That's spooky as in... Spooky. <laughs> what the fuck was going to say? That? That's spooky as in, you know, a shadow around the corner. No, that's spooky as in how you'd spell spooky. And aisles as in I-S-L-E-S, okay? Not as in, not as in a shopping aisle, which can be spooky, if it's Aldi and it's chocker. Um, but, yeah, spookyaisles.com. Now, from the About page, I'll just tell you what it says. It says, Spooky Isles is the UK and Ireland's leading independent horror and paranormal online magazine. We're dedicated to all the dark history, horror, folklore, and mysterious phenomena our islands have to offer. And if that wasn't enough, we also bring you the best of British and Irish horror film, TV, music, and literature. Since 2011, our committed team of researchers and writers have been finding spooky gems to chill and thrill you. Welcome to Spooky Isles, we've been expecting you. That's fucking boss, I like that. Um, But do go check it out because there are hundreds, literal hundreds of amazing ghost stories. I'm sure, I'm positive in fact, that I'll have used Spooky Isles as a reference point for even quoting directly from the page in the past um, because they, you know, they write really good Write-ups on hauntings, paranormal events from the past, from the present. I I was going to say from the future, but that would be a lie and impossible. Um, But I know other, other podcasts within our genre, they also lean heavily on websites like Spooky Isles and specifically Spooky Isles because they are very good at what they do. So do go check it out. You know, there are times when... I know. Now, listen, I do this because... I need to be distracted 24-7. So somewhere along the line of my mental development, um, I can listen to a podcast and read an article. Now, I'm not saying that that makes me like a magician or Robocop. I'm sure we can all do this. But my point is, if you're in a proper spooky mood or you know maybe you listen to music and um, or music, as I apparently call it, and you want to read something spooky, you You could be on this website for hours and you would be deeply entertained. Do you know why? Because unlike this show, there's no waffle. It's just like fact, fact, fact. I mean, as factual as the paranormal can be. But you know what I mean? There's no like, they don't feel the need to um, fill a gap. Do you know? Like, so for example, well, do you know what I mean by fill a I don't need to give you, I'm fucking doing it now, aren't I? Ironically. But I mean, as if like if, if they see a ghost on the stairs, they're going to just say, and then they saw a ghost on the stairs. They're not going to say, and on a dark December night, twas winter in the middle of Twixmas. Do you know what I mean? It'll just say, they saw a ghost on the stairs. So it's factual. It's good. It's to the point. Um, go check it out. Seriously. It's not sponsored, by the way. None of these recommendations I do um, when I do these reviews are sponsored, by all means, if somebody wants to get in touch and pay me money to do it, then I'll happily review your vegetable collection or whatever it is you sell. But um, no, no payment for this. Go check it out. It's paranormal fan to paranormal fan, as in me being a paranormal fan, talking to you as a paranormal fan. Go check it out. SpookyIsles.com. It is two thumbs up in the highest order to the sky. Okay, so all together, two thumbs up to the sky. I said that that, like that everyone was going to join in. And you know if you did? Fair play. And you know if you were driving? Don't. Anyway, SpookyIsles.com, head over there right now. (laughs) Yes, it's time for my favourite part of the week, and I say that each and every week, but I mean it each and every week, so that's why I say it. Because I say what I like, and I like what I bloody well say. I don't think that's the right saying. But anyway, it is my favourite time of the week because we get to talk about your true paranormal experiences. But before we do, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's reached out recently in the bizarre, um, you know, outpouring of, like, nice messages, really. Um, Hello to Shailen, by the way, and a big hello to Tracy down in Oz again. Bloody Australia. We might have to move there. Just like, you know, apparently we're massive in Australia. We're not. I think it's just because we mentioned it a few times. Um, but thank you uh, to everyone who's sent in messages of just niceness, you know, just bizarre. When I say bizarre, they're not bizarre. They haven't like sent in, hi, I've got a cat glued to my head and thanks for doing the show. I just mean it's more thanks for doing the show. and It's like, what? Uh, so, you know, if I don't reply to those emails and I don't reply to those emails because I don't know what to put. So, just a verbal thank you to all of you guys, genuinely, um, from the heart. So, anyway, I got quite emotional there. Fucking hell. Kevin, wake up. Anyway, moving on with this actual part of the show, which is my favourite part, where we do get to talk about the paranormal and your experiences. We're going to do two smaller ones that we've received today. So, instead of... Why do I keep going... I'm sure it's not a pleasant noise for you guys to hear, so I'll try my very best to stop that. I wish there was like a plug-in I could have, which was like a de-lip smacker. If any of you guys are audiophiles and you know that this thing exists, then do let me know, contact at talkaboutghosts.com, which is also, by the way, which I should mention more often, where you can send your ghost stories to. So, I've just done it again. Anyway, I'm a tut machine. I'm just a tut machine. Anyway. Our first email today comes in from Anonymouse. Yes, it is. Hello, Mr. Mouse. How are you again? Uh, it could be a mister, it could be a miss, it could be somebody who does not wish to be identified by a title, for all we know, because they are anonymous. But they write, hello, Kevin. Hi. Hi, Becca. Hi. And of course, hi, the neighbour's cat. Meow, can I just say. She wasn't happy that we went away for the weekend to see friends. And um, she's been blanking us anyway. I would like to remain anonymous. Fine. I'm a fairly new listener to your podcast. I started listening to The Dark Paranormal before discovering you also have this podcast, which is great by the way. It's weird. Be- Normally people find it the other way, but anyway, I've, said that I've talked about that far too much. Plus, my story is not scary, not very long. <laughs> Selling this one here, anonymous. and But I think it could be interesting. Well, good. I hope so too. Here is my story. So this is Anonymous' story. I was heading home one evening in early November 1998. In brackets, I could not see anyone else around. I walked to the traffic light, pressed the button and waited for the lights to change so I could safely cross the road and reach the bus station to catch a bus home. As the traffic lights changed and the green man appeared informing me I was safe to cross the road and just before I was about to take my first step onto the road... I heard a woman's voice clearly say, "'Don't cross the road just yet.' I stopped and then felt like i fell into a trance-like state and I turned my head to the right, looking up the road and saw a car travelling towards the crossing at a speed of around 40 miles an hour. As the car ran through the red light and began to pass me, it was like time slowed down and I could see inside the car. I could clearly see the driver wasn't looking at the road because he was busy searching for something in the glove compartment. Once the car passed, time then resumed normally and I snapped out of my trance-like state. At first, I just stood there, wondering what the hell just happened. Then I realised if I had started to cross the road and not waited like the woman's voice had told me to, the car would have hit me probably killing me. This gave me goosebumps. To this day, I have no idea who the voice belonged to, as I was completely alone. Was it a spirit of my guardian angel? I do sometimes wonder if it was my aunt, who sadly passed nine months before I was born, so I never got to meet her. Either way, that woman saved my life that day. I hope you enjoyed my story, and I look forward to more podcasts in the future. Keep up the great work. Sincerely, Mouse. Wow. I I don't think we've had a good old last night of spirit, saved my life, um, sort of story in a good while, but I do like him. And I don't know what you know. What are your guys' thoughts on um guardian angels? And because there's two ways of looking at it, isn't there? There's like a celestial being guardian angel, like uh Archangel like I'm not suggesting anyone would have like an archangel as their guardian angel unless you are Christ yourself. And you may well be, in, in which case, welcome to the show, Jesus. That's I think that's twice now I've implied Jesus Christ is somehow attached to the show or a fan. Anyway. Or is it a family member? Do you know what I mean? Is it like, is your guardian angel? Is it sent down from heaven by, you know, chosen by God Himself? Or whoever dishes out the jobs, or is it a passed-on relative? Are they your guardian angel? Because there are too many cases, aren't there? We've all heard of someone who's had that, like, whisper in the ear or like many people being pulled out of the way of stuff and, you know, stuff like that. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Celestial beings or family members saving your lives? Either way, Anonymous's life was saved that day by a spirit talking in the ear fascinating. Now, our short story number two. Now, for those of you who are new to the show, um, it may look like there's only 30-odd episodes on and you're like, oh, it's a relatively new show. No, no, no. This show's about four or five years old, something like that. And I just one day decided it was getting a bit out of hand in terms of the format. There was no structure, basically. Doesn't sound like much of a surprise, really, when you listen to how I speak. So I had a bit of a um, Clean out, shall we say? That's the that's the nicer way of saying it. And decided to delete around 250 episodes. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty hours worth of work. I just deleted them. Yeah. It's only now I look back and think, what a tit. Anyway, during those 250 episodes, I think, you know what? Some of them I might be able to retrieve. So I'll look at that. Not to like, you know, put them back out, but I mean, you know. I, I might be able to repurpose some of this stuff because we had some great interviews and one of the people that we interviewed was a lady by the name of Alison and she has got back in touch and said, I know you deleted your old episodes and I did interview Alison and I'm pretty sure when you interviewed me, I didn't tell you this story because we focused on my old apartment. So this little short story is from Alison, who we have all heard of before. That is, before Kevin implied a scorched earth policy on the podcast. Anyway, Alison writes, About 15 years ago, I went to an evening introductory session at the Waldorf School in Princeton. I was very interested in the school for my daughter, and even though I knew we couldn't afford it, I arrived about 30 minutes early and went to the building where the session was being held. It was an old farmhouse, well, old for the US, about 200 years old. "'and very beautiful. "'I entered the office and nobody was there, "'although I thought I sensed someone was in the building. "'I called out and no one answered, "'but then from upstairs I heard a woman singing. "'She had a pleasant voice, so I climbed the stairs, "'but I couldn't find her. "'I went into all the rooms trying to follow the voice, "'but to no avail. "'I kept calling out, "'Hello?' and, "'Excuse me,' "'but got no answer.' But still, the singing continued. I should also add that the rooms were all empty. I think they'd renovated and were in the process of painting. I eventually stopped hearing the singing and realised I was alone. I went back downstairs, and a few moments later, a teacher came in and apologised for not being there when I arrived. I told her that I heard someone, but she assured me no one else was in the building. And I'm sure she was right, because I never saw the woman I heard. And I certainly would have seen her come down the stairs if she did. And I couldn't have missed her upstairs if she'd actually been there. The really unsettling thing is, it didn't occur to me till much later that I possibly heard a ghost. Incidentally, I didn't recognise the song she was singing... It sounded like something I would expect was from the 18th or 19th century. The whole incident took about two minutes, but I still think of it often. Please say hello to Becca. I will indeed. And also say hello to... And then she's used this, the neighbour's cat's real name, which is Sienna. But she's used the neighbour's cat's real name. You can't do that, Alison. Even though we no longer have a landlord and it's irrelevant and we can completely use our real name if we wished, we shall always refer to her as TNC, or The neighbor's Cat, or Sienna, but really TNC. Anyway, thanks, Alison, for getting in touch, because that story is bloody terrifying. It really is. I mean, is it scary if you don't know it's scary at the time? Do you know what I mean? Uh, hindsight scares are very interesting, I think. You know, if you're like, bye, bye, and then you leave, big smile on your face, and only like two hours later, you're like, who said bye? I was alone. And then you're like ban dan. Or is it scarier if you realize at the time? Like, bye, bye. Who the fuck are you? Do you know what I mean? Which is scarier. I think hindsight scares are safer because if you're like bye, bye, you go like do-do-do-do, and you drive home and you're all whereas if you go, bye, bye, what there's no one else here. What? Then again, why would you shout bye? Hmm. All questions to ponder. But anyway. Thank you so much for sending in your true paranormal experiences. And if you have one, or two, or three, well, and any number, email them over, contact at talkaboutghosts.com. Now, shall we all brace ourselves and head into the dark and dingy and lovely and beautiful basement area known as Becker's Reddit Corner? Yes, I think we shall. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time... For Paranormal Reddit Corner with Becca. Well, it is that time of day when we like to go and say hello to the woman in the corner where it's dark and spooky. Hello. Hello. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good, you. Did you like my little song? Beautiful. Good. Um, how are you?
1: Yeah, I'm okay, how are you?
0: I'm okay. How's your ankle?
1: It's all right. <laughs> Okay, princess.
0: Oh, so sorry, the third member <laughs> of the group wants to just chime in. Oh,
1: she wants to get on the cupboard under the stairs.
0: Right. I mean, in open, She fucking Honestly, she thinks she's Harry Potter. I'll open the door for you now. Okay, there you go. There's nothing there but the usual fucking plastic bags. I don't know why you... And you won't go in. You'll just look in and then go away.
1: Like, it's the principle of a closed door, isn't it? She yeah, she
0: doesn't, doesn't like, like closed, like it closed doors.
1: doors. I have one. Come like and go as I please. I
0: also don't like it going in there because Should there's I? that much shit in there. It's not safe.
1: She's fine. She knows what she's doing.
0: Anyway, how's your ankle? It's all right. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, did we mention that you rolled your ankle or has it happened since we last recorded? I don't know. Well, Bella. Basically, Becca does this good gym thing, don't you? Mm
1: hmm.
0: Where you, it's kind of like you do a bit of a run. Yeah. Then you do some charity work, like we do. Yeah, so you run to a task and then then you run back. You run back.
1: What did you find? Did you get fright? Did you find a monster?
0: Monster in there, or did something obviously nearly fall on you because it's full of shit? Anyway, um, and the same night I was recording with Paul from uh, Mysteries and Monsters for a future episode of his. Yeah. Um, so I'd said to Becca, "When you come in, be quiet because mm. I'm recording, yeah. like uh, someone else's podcast." And, but what I didn't mean was like. If you happen to be in agony and you're unable to move,
1: mm-hmm. don't
0: let me know. <laughs> so when I came, th- I was on for, with Paul for three and a half hours because we were just gabbing. And when I came down, and Paul will condense that into like an hour long we'll thing. But when I opened the door and came down, Becca sat at the bottom of the stairs crying because she's <laughs> unable to move. I was like, "How long have you been there?" And she was like, "Hours."
1: It wasn't hours, but it was because I came. I was fine. Well, like I basically I was running and I ran. Unbeknownst to me at the time over a loose paving stone so it like gave way under my foot um, and like rolled it a bit and I was like oh so I stopped you know and and, like wheeled it around a bit and it was fine so I carried on walking and it was fine so I carried on running and it was fine and I went to the task did my task like on the feet for the whole hour ran back um, and was fine 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 and then I sat down to have my dinner and I sat there for like after about an hour I started to think oh you know what that's hurting a little bit after about an hour and a half it was it was really sore like it was getting really sore so I, I wanted a nice pack. Went to stand up, literally couldn't put any weight on it at all. Crawled over to the to the freezer on my bun. Yeah, neighbor's cat was looking at me like, "What are you doing? Why are you on the floor?" Um, crawl back. And then I wanted to go upstairs, and I was stood at the bottom of the stairs and looking up, and I was just like, "I can't do it. I can't get up there." Um, and that's when the series came a little bit and I, I thought because we had a rough time that you thought you'd be finished and this was about half an hour after that time so I was yeah. thinking it must be finished any minute it must be finished any minute and I just really didn't want to bother you with your recording Um, and yes when you came out you were like finished and I was like oh thank god <laughs> you came down yeah, like, but... you were like what? when I said always let me know about this why didn't you just yeah, interrupt yeah, exactly, me you're in yeah. pain for god's sake doesn't say.
0: matter who I'm on to it's, like, it's, it's, it's like saying oh, listen I've just lost my leg but um Kev's recording with someone for a <laughs> podcast, so don't tell him, I'll just bleed out. Yeah,
1: to be honest, there was a point when I was crawling around on the floor that I thought, if he could see you, it'd be like, for God's
0: sake, just shout me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. And then um, we went to Nottingham over the weekend of me we, to see our yeah. friends for mm-hmm. the, well, one of their birthdays, Yeah. and um, whilst there, Kevin doesn't drink, Kevin did drink, mm-hmm. um, Kevin face-planted, like mm-hmm. as in, like, fell over and didn't even put his arms out, apparently. Bounced his head off the floor. Yeah, she
1: fell over onto your head.
0: Um, thankfully, no bruises, because, you know, where there's no sense, there's no feeling. And when we were talking about it on the way home with our mates who were driving... Yeah, the next morning. Um, one of the girls went... I, I went, I can't believe that I face-planted. And she went, oh, the first one that you done was the best. I am the first one?
1: <laughs> like, the first one, I How many amazing. times did
0: do it? She was like, <laughs> twice. So like, what? Brilliant. So I was in some fucking condition. Anyway, mm-hmm. we're not here to discuss that. We're here... To discuss the darker part of Reddit, Ooh. so I'm going to pass you this story, and you're going to read it out.
1: I did see it on the way back in the car. I don't know if you spotted it. It looked like the have a haunted museum in Nottingham.
0: It was down the road from our fucking hotel, but we mm. didn't get a chance.
1: Yeah. So, so you knew about it. You know it exists. I
0: seen it on a map. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. Welcome to Reddit Corner with Becca.
0: Oh, thank this,
1: you. This this story is titled "Am I Crazy."
0: Yes, you are. Like a mole Let's begin. Let's begin.
1: I've been hearing, like, a quiet female-sounding voice whisper my name or say hey, and I'm starting to wonder if I'm going insane or if there's something trying to contact me. So for context, a few months ago I took a picture of the hallway right outside my bedroom because I was scared. I didn't actually notice anything in the picture until my friend had pointed it out. It looked like a finger, but I just kind of shrugged it off because it was dark and could have been anything and eventually forgot all about it. A few weeks later, I was talking to my mum and had remembered the photo and was joking around about it. My grandma had happened over here and asked me to show her the photo, so I did. As soon as she saw the photo, she started freaking out. Mind you, my grandma is not easily scared about these things. She got out her EMF detector and went down the hall to see if she could get anything, and it started going off like crazy.
0: She got out her EMF detector. That she's
1: carried around with her, apparently.
0: Dun, dun, diddling, dun. <laughs> Who you going to call? Hair, <laughs> Grandma.
1: Hair and the cat started running back down the hallway, the cat jumping over me. I was sitting on the couch, so that's how it was able to get over me. The living room got pretty cold, and she had the door. She told me the door started to move slightly, and that's why she ran. Now, Lately, I've been hearing a quiet female voice whisper to me, and I see flashes of white, almost like lightning, kind of. I also have dreams about demons often, and they are almost always in the hallway where all this stuff is happening. Whenever I do have dream demon dreams, the demon is almost always friendly with me. However, the dreams could just be dreams and mean nothing, since not the demon? demon in my dreams are always different.
0: The dreaming of demons. Yeah, but how did they, if they if they're friendly? How did like did they mean a, an atypical like thing with horns and a tail?
1: I don't know. Maybe you just know it's a demon. I don't know. Well, you wouldn't unless Maybe if it's might. being
0: friendly to you.
1: Well, you'd know Casper's a ghost even if he was friendly to you.
0: Move quickly on from that. The cat's going bananas because, as usual, she's just recording. She decided to use a litter. Don't start. Anyway,
1: what do you think about all this? I'm not sure what to think. Also, I'm not sure if you'll be able to see anything in these photos since the quality is really bad
0: and it's dark. I've looked at them, there's no point in us directing you to these photos because there are three photos of blackness.
1: Yeah, just picture a black square basically, and and you can see what what you can see.
0: She's tried to circle something, or they, Mm -hmm. I say she, they've tried to circle Mm -hmm. something within the photo. But Mm -hmm. even that, it's like picture, like I said, a black square and draw a white circle anywhere in it, and that's.
1: I mean, there's saying. The living room door started to move. Slight, sorry, the door started to move slightly, and that's why the grandmother ran. The grandmother who carries around an AMF detector. Not why the cat ran. Not why
0: the grandmother ran.
1: No, why the grandmother ran? They, they both started running down the hall. Her and the cat started running back down the hallway.
0: Do <laughs> you get that? <laughs> yeah. <In unison. laughs> like a comic. Yeah.
1: But. I mean, she said, oh, my grandmother isn't scared about stuff like this, but she carries an EMF detector. And if the door, I just feel like a door moving, if you're the kind of person who carries an EMF reader, which suggests that you like challenge the paranormal on a fairly regular basis, a door moving slightly, I feel like, should be within your comfort zone.
0: Even I, even if that door now moved a couple of inches, I would be a bit like, there's no breeze in here, but I wouldn't run. (laughs) Come on, kid. Come on, cat. Mm-hmm. Shit! I forgot my EMF detector. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. And also, I mean, it's uh, this sounds like a bizarre thing to say, but she's got an. E- Not only has she got an EMF detector, mm-hmm. but it's charged, so it means like, like you know, like of a, of a night you put your phone on charge. Mm-hmm. You put, like, I put my e cig on charge, my headphones on charge. Mm-hmm. She puts her EMF detector on charge because yeah. you just never know.
1: Yeah, standard kind of carry around. Yeah, you know, like phone. Purse, yeah, keys, phone, wallet, bullets, EMF detector. Yeah. yeah. Um I mean, all I just it doesn't make sense to me. So, like even in the beginning, a few months ago I took a picture of the hallway right outside my bedroom because I was scared. I didn't notice anything, but my friend said something that looked like a finger, but I shrugged it off. I don't know, if I had to tell you I was really scared here. So I took a picture of this because I think this is freaking me out but I can't see anything in it. And you're like, oh, I can see something in it. I wouldn't be shrugging that off because I'd be like, I was scared for a reason. You know, why have you taken the photo? also,
0: right. Putting that into actual, like, what would I do? Right. So, so I'm scared and I think I'm going to take a photograph. Mm. Right. Bit of a weird thing to, uh, fair enough, but Mm. okay. So you take a photograph. Then if I'm just on my own and I look at that photograph and there's nothing in it,
1: Mm.
0: when you come through the door, the photograph wouldn't be mentioned because I wouldn't go, and I took that. And and, yeah. and you go, It's complete blackness Wait a minute. It's not complete blackness. Do you know what I mean? Unless Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean like unless, why would I mean, you show I'm,
0: it? I'm sound, I'm sounding very ageist unless I was like eighty and I was like, I took this photo but I can't see anything love can you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Whereas she's maybe seeing... at
1: the time maybe she's in a bedroom, she gets a bit scared so she's messaging a friend, so she takes a photo and sends
0: the photo to her friend. Maybe good good narrative. Yeah. I'll take it, I'll accept mm. Accepted yeah. Gavel Bang. Any comments on this? Um, if it's... I noticed the first comment says T-L-D-R, which means they've normally wrote... Too long. Too long didn't, didn't read. read yeah. That's so read, that, that, that means when they put that, they normally put a synopsis next to it. Yeah. So you can read their synopsis if you like. That
1: short synopsis is, this doesn't sound like hallucinations to me, and I know because I used to hallucinate before I was on medication. Did anyone suggest it did it sound like hallucinations?
0: No, but I suppose she's just ruling out a, a natural thing. I mean, in all honesty, the... the the lightning, like the thing where she's describing—I say she—that but anyway, but they're describing lightning flashes, like you know, um, in the vision. Mm. Get the doctors. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That that's rule more anything medical out. Firstly, mm-hmm. before you jump on fucking Reddit slash ghosts yeah. and go, I'm bleeding from the nose.
1: Well, someone else says, uh, you know what? Which was our first question as well. Your mother, your grandmother, just happened to have an EMF meter handy.
0: Question okay, fair mark. Enough, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and this person said, yes, my grandmother has a lot of tools like this. I guess it would make sense because she's a witch.
0: I'm, I'm baffled. I'm baffled by that. <laughs> that
1: sentence.
0: There is literally a fucking witch shop in... Um, well, I've been in quite a few... <laughs> unsurprisingly, I've been in quite a few witch shops. But the well, the one specific witch shop, which is an excellent witch shop, which is in um, oh, Loughlin? Mm. Is it Loughlin? Yeah. Anyway, if been in, they don't sell EMF detectors. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just e- a- EMF detectorism and Witchcraft. being a witch
1: mm.
0: are not related. I've got fucking Buckland's Book of Witchcraft, which is like a literal... Five hundred page tome mm. on the ins and outs of witchcraft. There is not a single mention of an EMF meter within there.
1: I mean, also it that kind of adds more questions around the why she ran. Like, if she's just a witch, you reckon she carries all this paranormal stuff? She's uh, confident with it, and then a door moves slightly, and she bolts. Yeah, fuck this! <laughs> Sounds like yeah.
0: Did I mean. you EMF thing? I didn't have a chance to get it out. Just <laughs> ran. It's good points actually. Yeah, she will go back. I mean, it's why you carry it around.
1: You 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 go. You take it. Yeah, you borrow my EMF me, so You go. I'll I'll just stay back here with the cat.
0: You know, it's more likely. Honestly, I'm I'm not a witch, but it's much more likely that if I have because I have a man bag now, because I'm going back and forth to the recording place. Um, it should have the laptop in it, but it's just a laptop bag anyway. But it'd be more likely if you said to me, um, "Are my keys in your bag? Just have a look." And I started to empty my bag. Mm. I do have an EMF detector. Because we've went and done a few ghost hunts mm-hmm. not witchcraft, ghost hunts. And if when I was looking through that I was emptying her house and I went, No, I've got my EMF detected, you'd probably say, Of course you'll have. Like mm-hmm. in a jokey way. Yeah. Um But I don't carry mine around with me, do you know what I mean? It's like
1: Yeah, well someone else has commented that they do they said, I have one in my bag just in case. You just never know.
0: Fair enough. Maybe you know what? Maybe I'm the I'm the oddity here. Maybe
1: yeah. But even like if you just carry it around, like what? Well, even like if you just go the Asda, you've got it there as well. I just feel like there's a lot of lugging to yeah, do. But
0: there's also a lot of electric. This is the, the thing: is like an EMF detector picks up electrical frequencies. It, it, there's no point having it realistically, right? This is the thing. People get misconceptioned. That's not the right word. They misconstrue how an EMF detector works so everywhere's got an emf field you know your plug sockets your your phone everything will give off a frequency so it's not something you just somebody says oh I just felt a breeze you whip your emf detector out you know you've got to do if you're using it properly you've the hour before you've walked around and you've done baseline readings and you've made notes of the baseline readings of what the emf measurements are in those areas then if something happens you pull it out and you go that's changed by like whatever Mm-hmm. Ten gauss or whatever. Um I don't know what Gauss is, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it, it, you there's... need
1: it to be a rigorous scientific. Yeah, so it, it there not needs just to be like... a baseline
0: test before yeah. an any F meter is any use. Yeah. Otherwise, what you know, you can't just pull it out and go, Oh my god, it's 0.40 in here. This is mad. It's like, no, because you're also yeah, you're stood a TV. At... Yeah, you stood next to the TV when yeah. you're saying it. So have them in your bag just in case. No. <laughs> Just in case well, you've got three hours to spare and you decide to do a ghost hunt in <laughs> someone's house.
1: A full study.
0: Yeah, you, that's the thing. It really it doesn't wind me up. I mean, it sounds like it's it winds not, me up. It's
1: winding you up a it's bit wind
0: now. It's winding me up now. I'm winding myself up now. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, people in America won't get this, but um, there was a sitcom in the UK called Harry Enfield and Chums, a sketch show. And one of them used to be, um, I forget what the name of the sketch was, but it was two old fellas sat in a pub and it was just them in makeup. But... They would always do this. I do this quite often. Like they'd be like um, they took he'd always end up really angry really quickly. So it'd be like um uh, uh, I dunno, let's say it's James Corden. he would be like, James Corden's a funny guy, isn't he? And Arianfield'd go, Oh, James Corden's a consummate entertainer. He's a wonderful man, yeah, very funny. Me and my wife love him. And then the other fellow will go, um, Would you ever have him round for tea, Frank? And he goes, Yeah, I'd have him round for tea and he'd be like lovely roast that Mary, and Mary say thank you. And he'd go, just help myself to another couple of spuds, and I should be like, oi, Cordon, no, you've had three spuds. And then he starts getting really wound up, and he'll be like, and then he'd be like, my chauffeur will be round in a minute, and I should say, no, your chauffeur doesn't have an invite. It was quite funny. And he'd get himself proper, proper wound up.
1: About, so he'd make something up and then get angry about it?
0: Yeah. You can, you can sounds, relate to that sounds, guy. Sounds
1: yeah. familiar. <laughs> so that's my
0: point. That's my yeah. point. He ends up seething. He does an amazing one. I won't do it, but it's like, he does an amazing one about like um, John Lennon and Yoko Ono coming around. And like, he ends up throwing Yoko out. Anyway, but he starts by saying how wonderful they are, do you know what I mean? Mm. And then invents something that they've done in the house that annoys mm. him and throws one of them out. But it's marvellous, marvellous thing. You should YouTube it. Um, anyway, that's my suggestion. Okay, so anything paranormal you want to add? before I leave your corner,
1: um, no, no, I don't think so. I don't well, guess. I've
0: got no more impressions to do. So,
1: <laughs> oh dear, what a shame. I know.
0: Mm. Okay, well, thank you as ever for allowing us into your lovely corner You're and um, discussing uh, the requirements and necessities of carrying around an EMF meter at all times. Mm. Mm. Good last words. <laughs> mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you end with something profound? Let's see if you make up something profound on the spot. No. There you go.
1: That was profound enough that don't yeah. you know don't be peer-pressured, guys, into
0: What? Being profound. Fair <laughs> and on those wise words, we bid adieu to Becca's Reddit Corner for this week. Thanks, Beck. Always a pleasure.
1: Thank you for visiting Reddit Corner with Becca.
0: Bye guys. Bye. <laughs>